Right then, well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 53 of Snapbacks and Beards, fresh off the Royal Rumble 2024. And uh, we've got a lot to say about this. Only four matches, but we have plenty to talk about here. Of course, I am your host for this week, Johnny Goldsmith, and joined, as always, by TWG1991. Stuart, how are you today? Jonathan, I am wonderful, um, fresh off. A tiring but fun weekend watching the Rumble. How are you? I'm all right, yes. And how are you, J.E. Russell Talk, also known as Jonathan as well? How are you doing, man? This, uh, all this uh, Stuart, Jonathan, all this formality. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Long time no see. Long time no see. It's almost like I saw you literally yesterday. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, <laughs> we had a lot of fun. The first pay-per-view that we've watched all together as in the same room as well so that was a nice mm -hmm. moment well i mean i guess all in counts to an extent but like wwe show together all in was just a big room just a... yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um and well as i say the royal rumble was on saturday and for the most part it has some good moments then the ending well you know we'll, we'll get to that um but we'll go through the Ooh. I know the, the history in the making, you know, this, is he going to finish the story? No. Um, but we'll start off with the championship matches. We'll get the rumbles later. So the first match is Logan Paul against Kevin Owens, United States title. Kevin Owens loses by disqualification after having brass knuckles, which the referee spotted in what I thought was a very clever spot. And what did you make of this one, Johnny? Uh, yeah, I really like this finish. I thought the match was was uh, good because I guess if if Logan had hit him with the knuckles, the ref wouldn't have seen. I quite like the fact that they used the fact that KO nicked them off him and then used them that the ref spots them just as he's coming down for the three. Uh, Logan always puts on a good display. Um, I guess I wasn't as focused on the match because we had. This match came when we had seen one Rumble and a world title match and was waiting for the next Rumble. So I probably did, this match didn't have my focus as much as it probably should have. But what I remember seeing of it, Payo is a great performer. Logan Paul's a great performer. They were never going to put on a bad match. Um, will it go down as a massively memorable one? I don't know. But will they run it back because of the screwy finish? Absolutely, yeah. But I, I I did like this match. I can't say I didn't because I did. What do you make of it, Stu? Yeah, very, very much the same. Um, I really enjoyed the finish. I think it sets up it sets up a match at the chamber. Um where maybe maybe it sets up a match at the chamber, one on one, but could it also set up Logan Paul? And a town down under against KO and two friends of his. Because great Grayson Waller is going to need something at the chamber, um, whether it's Ooh. a Grayson Waller effect or putting him in a match or whatever, and sticking him next to Logan Paul as one of the biggest sort of media names out there. I think would would also make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, like you say, Logan Paul say what you want about about him but he doesn't put on a bad match he hasn't done yet um mm -hmm. 
and yeah, KO is always is always solid. I did really like the um the monologuing from Logan Paul when he had KO on the turnbuckle and was giving it to Corey Graves about uh no one suplexes, no one ever suplexes Kevin Owens, mm. and then Owens Owens reverse and <laughs> does the same counter he always does. I, I think little niche bits like that are, are really clever. So yeah, I, like like you say, Johnny, I think there was part of me, you know, we had sort of this was when we went and got some crisps and popcorn and some dips and bits and were sort of eating whilst we were whilst we were watching. So probably not as mega focused as we were on the other matches, but re enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Yeah, and I think um for me it's the weakest match Logan's had since he's joined WWE, but that doesn't suggest it's the worst match, but like out of all the matches he's had, I think this is probably the least bothered I've been by it because we kind of knew who was going to win from the beginning. Um, but I did enjoy the match, and again, the ending was good. Um, I feel like Illumination Chamber is where they fight each other again, and this time Logan does beat him in a cage match or something like that, where he can't, no disqualifications can happen. And then Kevin Owens gets a match against him, but this time Logan does actually beat him, saving him for LA Knight at WrestleMania. That's how I feel it will go. Mm. So, are you saying then? that you were uh, giving some love for for my boy Ricochet and that you were more entertained or more interested in Logan Paul versus Ricochet than you were Logan Paul versus KO. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The dynamic in that one has been like, oh, he's, her boyfriend has got to announce him as the winner. I quite like that little little thing there. That was clever. Mm. Um, Although, uh, it, it, that also in itself says a lot about logan paul because we've literally just said oh yeah the match was was quite good it, you know it was still a good match yeah it was the worst or you know quote unquote the worst one he's had like that just shows the levels you're already expecting or we're already expecting of logan paul to have mm. which yes. again says so much about him yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's um i say i was very happy with the, well not happy with the end and I must say, I had it me heart me uh, mouth when I was like, Kevin Owens has done it. Yeah. So and then I thought I thought they were going to do the pin, and then the referee will go, "Oh, wait a second! I just realised he's got that." Then left to reverse the decision. I was very surprised that they actually uh, spotted it, you know, because of how quick it is. And the referee like quick thinking spotted the brass knuckles. I thought it was a very good spot to do that. And you've seen like some of the referees talk about how they just have to keep counting. So I guess this is one of those occasions where they were told about the spot. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that was the first, the only one-on-one -on -one match of the night. And Kevin Owens, what do we think is going to, like, what happens to him at WrestleMania? Is there a ladder match for the IC title or something? Or uh, what do we think? Because he, they'll have to involve him in some way. Well, we've, I think one of you, I can't remember who who had said that they're um, they're bringing back or they're going to do the the tag team showcase every year. So sticking with Sami Zayn and have them in that, As I guess. Because you know, like just skip dog with a bone skip. with that Sami Zayn and KO. You're like a, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, best, <laughs> best tag team we've ever seen, Sami and KO. So uh, <laughs> I didn't I didn't say ever. <laughs> You said they were on like Legion of Doom levels of tag greatness. I, I remember you saying it quite clearly. Um, <laughs> Not what I said at all. 
<laughs> he must have had a dream about it somehow, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's, how, that's is, the though. level of how much he cares about this. He dreams about Sonny yeah. Zinn and Kevin Owens. That's um, it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> um, and then we had the Fatal 4-Way match for the WWE Championship. Just call it that because it's much easier than saying undisputed WWE Universal European 24-7 title. 7-Eleven title. I know so, guys. <laughs> yeah, all the numbers in the uh, just all the numbers ever existed are in the title for this spell. So, Elliot Knight, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns emerges on top. Used my heart instead of my head for this and went with Randy to win, of course. In hindsight, I don't really know why we went that way because it's, yeah, of course, Roman was going to win, really. But, uh, Stu, what did we make of the match and the outcome here? Uh, well, first off, I told you. That Roman was going yep. to win. Um, yeah. <laughs> I backed against him far. Too, I backed <laughs> against him far too many times. Um, so, I did a video a couple of weeks ago where I posed the question: Could Roman have his style of match in a fatal four-way? And I don't think this was a Roman Reigns style of match. Um, and I think it was the, the ending felt like it came out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And as much as people often say that title matches go on too long, I felt this was about 10 minutes too short um, myself. I didn't hate it. Um, there's been lots of people that have said about, you know, another Roman match being interfered with or interfered in by solo and stuff like that. But again, that is what it is with, 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 the bloodline that's the whole point um i do kind of not worry but i wonder where the three challengers now go um we've obviously said about la night potentially looking at logan paul um mm -hmm. you know the events that happened earlier or later in the night or earlier in the night but later that we're going to discuss makes me wonder if aj will go elsewhere um yeah but yeah it wasn't awful but there was something missing for, for me personally yeah i do feel i do understand what you mean yeah um johnny what do we think um yeah it felt it felt short to me as well the actual match i looked i had afterwards was about 19 and a half but it felt like it was about five um Mm. Yeah, it just it fell it fell a bit for me this match. I think when you look and AJ Styles, LA Knight, and you say they're going to have a fatal four-way for the WWE Championship, I'm just going to do what you said, Johnny, and just call it that. Um, that's the potential yes. where at the end of the year you're talking about that being match of the year. Um, obviously that just. Mm isn't the catch yeah i i'm not if i'm being totally honest i'm not even sure i enjoyed this match if i'm being totally honest it just something was missing something big was missing i'm not worried about solo interfering because he does that all the time um roman always gets help he does just doesn't win clean anymore he just doesn't do it but um yeah there was there was something off for this match for me it just it just didn't quite hit the mark Mm. Yeah, I understand that. Um, 
I feel like Solo's interference was a waste of time. <laughs> I just mm -hmm. don't know why you needed to be there when, if you consider, you know, it was a cheap payday. It was easy payday for him, as I say. And he needed to do something that night, obviously. But Roman could have won that match without anyone there anyway because of the way it was going. And he could have... He technically won clean, I suppose. I just feel like they had nothing planned for Solo Sokoa. So it's like, oh, well, just get out there and, you know, do your usual thing. Because we need you to do something. If, if only they uh, had a, mat, a, a match where there was like lots of people that they needed, like that yeah, no. have been, uh, <laughs> that could have been could have been really handy, couldn't it? But could have been ideal was, for Saul yeah. Sakura at this point. Yeah, um, yeah. As I mentioned in my previous video, AJ Styles, uh, I I know where he's going to go. I think this year, it's just what does he do short term? I mean, if it's to fight the Good Brothers, that would be a real like. What a way to go out, like fighting them as your last thing that you do. Like, I guess there's some kind of passing of the torch moment that he's going to have to do in WWE before um, he leaves. If he even does leave, I mean, I think he will, but I, I just don't think there's anything left for him to do. I mean, like, I just feel what would be the point in staying here? Um, do you know, it'd be quite cool know? if he could become like one of the first people that is like, because we, we're obviously assuming he's going to end up in the same place, TNA. Um, yeah. That if he was the first superstar that could be like dual contracted. Yeah. Be the TNA champion and bring it to WWE. Yeah. But still have a contract with WWE at the same time, but also one with TNA. I think, I think that could be quite a cool move. Well, we'll get onto those map the the Royal Rumble match in a minute, and a couple of people who appeared who are in a different organisation. I actually think that could be the way of getting um, CM Punk to stay with WWE and also have almost like a Forbidden Door kind of show where AJ Styles is fighting someone defending the TNA title against someone like Moose or whoever on a WWE program. I think that would be quite mm. clever. Well, yeah. again, could could they do something, you know, very much like, say, by the summer, AJ's back TNA, win mm -hmm. wins wins the, the the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, you know, in October, November, something like that, and then appears at next year's Rumble with the, with the TNA World Championship. It's that like mm -hmm. big return to WWE. But still, you know, flying them colours of, of TNA, I suppose. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to ask, though, who's Randy Orton fighting at WrestleMania? Uh, before you say anything, I think Solo Sokoa is who he fights. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so what, what do you think, Johnny? Um, yeah, the, the answer probably is Solo. Um, I mean, it's WrestleMania 40. Is there is there the opportunity to get it in time to have him face Cena? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it wouldn't but, it um, wouldn't need any build, would it? I suppose no for them to you, you know. But yeah, if if not, it probably would be solo, won't it? I think he's going to team with the uh, Rumble winner for a little while against the Bloodline. I don't think Randy's quite done there yet. So um, yeah. Well, I, I, I think, I think that. Happening. That'll be the thing, won't it? That'll be Randy. I wouldn't be surprised. I say I wouldn't be surprised. I guess we're going to need you're going to need both Jimmy and Solo to build up to to Mania. But you know, will we see a you know a punt sooner or later? 
as you know, as you say, team up with the Rumble winner and basically being like, you know, we need to take the other members of the bloodline out so that it's a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, um, potentially. Or, or does he not have a match at Mania and he's there to help the main event go the way that everyone thinks it's going to go, but it probably shouldn't go? Um, is he there in that sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, as I say, but Randy Orton is one of those people who he needs to be in a significant storyline. And you mentioned Cena there. I would prefer that for a championship. If they're going to do it again, the last match should be for a title, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which they can have. Randy Orton could win a world title twice in the next 12 months and lead to a WrestleMania match next year. But I, I don't know if they'll do that with Cena's Hollywood connections and commitment to that. But I feel like that's how I'd do it. Well, as uh, as big as obviously WrestleMania 40 is going to be in terms of the you know the, the the number, let's not forget that WrestleMania 41 is going to be the first Netflix WrestleMania, so they're going to want to go big. Mm. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, it doesn't get in modern times. It doesn't get much bigger than Don Cena and Randy Orton, does it? It's it's a possibility. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that would be, again, the end of an era, retirement of two legends at the same time. I still firmly believe that they should retire together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and finally, Elliot Knight. I mean, he had a good performance. I thought he had a good showing. The match itself, you know, he wasn't going to win. I knew this all along, but, you know, I think he did show how good he can be hanging out with the best of them. And Logan Paul has to be the only thing I can imagine him doing. I mean, I just can't imagine uh, he was not going to dethrone Gunter, who's on the wrong show, but he's got to win a title at WrestleMania because of how big a deal he's been over the last, you know, 12 months or so. And Logan Paul already had that clash with him before Money in the Bank, and you can see the chemistry there between the two and that just seems like it just works, just fits, um, you know, just writes itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with that, yeah. Yeah. So were we sports entertained by this match, gentlemen? Uh, no. Yeah, I think I'd have to have to probably say no as well, really. Unfortunately, we'll have to say no as well. Just felt like, as I say, something missing, just something not quite mm-hmm. there. Um, but... You know, things do get better um, in this next match. So, for me, the match of the night, I think we all agree on this. It's the Women's Royal Rumble match. And, uh, well, we started off with a wonderful bit of uh, returning, didn't we, Mr. Stewart? Uh, with the return of Naomi, of course. And uh, we said I knew it went home. As <laughs> soon as Natalia comes out, that was kind of the indicator of. Okay, who's yeah. the new who's the new person then? So, um, what did we make of this match as a whole? Stu? Um, the, the the match match as a whole, it was the match of the night. And putting aside my rose tinted glasses and my bias from last year, this was probably the best women's rumble they've done. I think 
um you know there were there were some great moments for for lots of talent um in this match again obviously we've spoken about that working relationship we saw jordan grace who you know it's not the first time we've seen a, a an impact or tna world champion in the women's rumble um but if you know if you'd given me a or if you'd asked me who i thought would, would it would be i probably would have said mickey james because of her connection mm. to nick aldis so it was a nice yeah. surprise to see um to see jordan grace back or there obviously the the big debut of jade cargill who i think could be the strongest woman on the roster um with just the way yeah, she, she she picked up nia jacks and then flexed with one arm madness um i know i know you'll talk about it in more detail than me but chelsea green was fantastic um was really good it was a lot of fun um and i actually something that i also did enjoy and i, I only thought about this earlier there were people in the match like you know like your becky lynch's for example and no one is really no one's really talking about becky lynch's performance in the rumble which is nice in the sense of it didn't overshadow you know the rumble hasn't been overshadowed by just one person mm -hmm. like there, there are lots of things mm. to talk about um we got the, the stare down between bianca belair and jay cargill and that is the wrestlemania match without a doubt like it has to be um and of course you know bailey winning was the right choice and i said she was going to win um uh you know from from entrant number three was a great rumble for me so 100 percent, yeah mm -hmm. entrant number three just watch it from there race two yeah, I, I, I only paid attention from, from entrance number three. Johnny, what did we think of this then? Uh, Stu's taken all the moments that happened in the match, so he's not really left me anything to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you can just talk about to, entrance uh, one and two, that'll do. Oh, yeah, thanks. So, so <laughs> Natty, comes, Natty comes down at number one. We all have a loud chuckle. Chloe says that we're being too loud because we're laughing too loud. <laughs> uh, so we quiet it down a bit and then going to hysterics for number two um because we know how much she dislikes number two uh, i don't mind that to be fair um yeah bailey absolutely thoroughly deserved it. she took it all she took everything um it'd be stupid for her not to go for EO. i think she's absolutely going to go for eo it's just how they boot her out over the next couple of weeks i guess that would be the interesting one to see um yeah really nice seeing jordan grace in there uh, representing tna like you said it would have made more sense for well not made more sense but it would have been if you were a better man and putting money on it we would have said mickey uh, as you said the nick aldis connection and the wwe connection um yeah jade cargill what an absolute star she's gonna like 100%. she is the strongest woman in the wwe the strongest uh she's stronger than Rhea. she's stronger than bianca and um, she made nia Jax look like she weighed about 20 pounds like yeah. crazy Ooh. um nice to see uh we we obviously had it spoiled that roxanne was going to be in there but nice to see nxt getting represented again tiffany stratton lovely swan tom bomb and then wardlow's um 
uh, <laughs> and yeah, this was absolutely hands down match of the night. And you're right, probably the the best women rumble. Uh, I really did enjoy last year's. Um, obviously, it's always nice to see Liv Morgan back as well, uh, coming in at number thirty. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. It. I don't have a bad thing to say about it at all. Nothing bad to say about this women's rumble. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed. It's it's funny how WWE sometimes they can just get things right, and it shows that they do have it, the capacity to do that when they want. And Bailey being, you know, obviously I went with Becky Lynch, but Bailey was always the one I'd wanted out of out of the two because again she deserves it so much. And even though Bailey is a big name in women's wrestling, I feel like she still never has scraped that next level of where Becky and Charlotte are. Um, and this, Agreed. I think, can be that now for her. She's always just been that, do what she's told and gets the job done and does all of these things for the lesser wrestlers on the card. But Bailey is the now, peers of the women's division. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. now time that she gets to experience the side of, you know, being given these opportunities rather than providing them for somebody else. Um, and the final two, I said, I said this on one of my videos and I'll say it again. You can clip this if you want. Liv Morgan wins the 2025 Royal Rumble for the women because she was the runner up two years in a row, made the return on this one. And I think there's a storyline there going into it going, I've come this close twice, the third time that's not going to happen. So I feel like that's where we go next year for the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, there was a weird thing with the camera where it was building up as if some massive return was going to happen. Where I've got number 30, then it shows the crowd, and then it's Liv Morgan. And that's fine, but the way they built that up, it was almost the impression of AJ is coming back. You know, I thought, oh, they actually are going to do it. And then it ended up being someone who has been away for a short while, but I just... The way they built that up for that couple of seconds, I thought I'm surprised it was Liv Morgan because of that. Um, it, but, it could have been a worse yeah. number 30, though. So, oh, yeah, yeah, could have, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, what's that, San Pete Morella? Yeah, um, yeah, that's it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's I gonna say? Oh, yeah, and the Liv Morgan as well, she eliminated Jade Cargill. I think people have uh, not noticed that, but she eliminated mm. Jade. And that again, this big deal that's just come in. Liv Morgan uh, is the one who takes her out. So I think it's written for her to have her year next year. But Chelsea Green, as you mentioned, MVP of their match because the comedic timing of that woman is tremendous. Like just dewdrop falling on her, wrestlers running into her, getting slammed, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, just nailed everything about it. Um, this has to be a year for her as well to win Money in the Bank. I'd, um, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd love it to be the case because I do love Chelsea. Not, not quite as much as you, but I do really love Chelsea. But I don't know about Money in the Bank. I, 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 yeah. I, think, I think Money in the Bank or the Rumble next year will go to Jay Cargill. Depending on how she develops from now till then, I think one of them will be her. I, I think the one. rumble the rumble would be more likely. I don't think she needs yeah. me in the bank. No. No, it makes sense. And um, um so we were sports entertained by this match, were we, first of all? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, good. good. 
100%. Good to hear. Um, no, no return from Charlotte early on. I was thinking, oh, what's this? You know, she'll return earlier than expected. And She was backstage, like though. She was backstage. She was. Yeah. Mm. Oiling up yes. someone that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and also, we have significant breaking news here that CM Punk has apparently suffered a torn tricep and could be out for four to six weeks. Just in uh, time for WrestleMania with Seth. Mm. The, I mean, the again, of the bandages, long, are they going to be? They could put him yeah. out of the chamber, though. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's, um, I'm trying to work out, so six weeks. If it is six weeks, that's is that in time for WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah, 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 in time for yeah. Mania, but not the Chamber. We're still about yeah. uh, nine and a bit away from Mania, I think. Oh, hold on. Oh, I misread it. It says four to six months. <laughs> Never mind. Oh. That, oh, that, no. that, that, that don't Mania. Uh, new World Heavyweight Champion, the Ring General Gunther, incoming. Not well, seen. you know what they can do? This is where they can have Damien Priest cash in and yeah. Drew McIntyre can fight him at WrestleMania. It's not as good. But, uh, you know, they could do that instead. Maybe. No, no well, I, I think... Well, where's, where's Seth? Because if he's not going to be at WrestleMania, I'm not going. <laughs> He'll yeah, be no, in I, the box sitting next to you, Johnny. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Come no, here, Seth. I, I, we'll watch it together. I, I, uh, yeah, I guess... How, how do you go... From that, because I do you have Gunther versus Seth? Or, he did call him Priest, out, didn't he? Or he does Priest cash in on, on Seth and we get Gunther Priest? Or like Priest is running out of time now, right? Just yeah. call like we've said before, I think you've said it's due, so I am stealing this from you. But have Gunther win the chamber, right? Yeah. Have Gunther win the chamber. That's absolutely fine, and he can be like, right, I'm Seth at WrestleMania. Priest, just call your fucking shot and be like, I've got this briefcase. It's a triple threat match at WrestleMania. You're not doing it without me. Yeah, Gunther, yeah. Damian Priest, Seth Rollins, heavyweight championship. Yeah, and then to be fair, that is another way that you could actually you because WWE like to carry on their feuds, which is fine to an extent. Mm -hmm. If we if we got Rollins Gunther Priest announced as the as the World Heavyweight Championship match for um, WrestleMania, Gunther should absolutely win that match. But I would predict Damian Priest wins it because then we could have Gunther and Priest feud for a couple of months, and Gunther wins it that way. Mm -hmm. Because I th I think I still think even though WWE aren't sure how to go about it, I still think they want Priest as world champion at some point. So let's just do it now. And Gunther can be the one that's like, well, I wasn't pinned at WrestleMania. I'm like, give me, give me my title shot. Like I was mm -hmm. supposed to have a one-on-one -on -one title shot. Give it to me now. And, yeah. and then, then you can do it. You could even... You could even have Gunther give Seth the last symphony and then Priest give Gunther yeah. to pin to pin Seth yeah. you know, that way. And then Gunther mm. be like, well, you actually fucking stole that title from me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, CM Punk, I don't know if people remember, this is like the third time in two and a half years he's had an injury. 
which has yeah. been both of them being quite lengthy. People want him to be full time, but I feel like his body clearly isn't able to do that. So the way you could book it is if it is partly he's going to announce on Raw tonight. So let's see what happens there. But he could have it where he wins next year's Royal Rumble and then fights Rollins at WrestleMania next year because that's the match we want, or maybe at SummerSlam. But it has to be one of the big four shows. And I just wonder if only having wrestle on pay-per-views like Roman, not out of because he's lazy or anything, just because his body clearly can't handle the schedule that other wrestlers can now. And they need to find a way to accommodate that. And let's be fair, he's not been the most physical in his return, like since his return. No. That's his no, first match. First televised. Well, his first televised match. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, done, he's yeah, done yeah, two, two against Dom and then come in at 27. Yeah. He's not He's not gone the whole way, has he? No, no, no. I, yeah. I really, I really do like CM Punk, but there's there's absolutely no way he can do a full time schedule. No, it's just not possible anymore. Mm. And also with the whole Gunter situation, the whole future of Brock Lesnar is in doubt at the moment. You don't know what's going on with him. So Gunter, who supposedly was meant to be having a match with him, this could really work in his favour, as we've mentioned. Yes, he, he didn't win the Royal Rumble, but he can still, as we say, get that world title shot. And because of this injury naturally gunter would be the one to step up to that i guess well, unless think, think, think of the, yeah think of the final four in the rumble mm -hmm. we know the winner where he's going if punk is now out logic dictates that it should go to drew or gunther and how many times can drew keep losing so mm -hmm. it, it should be yeah. gunther i tell you what though what you just said about the last four of the Rumble, obviously, we know where the winner's going. It's a good job Punk didn't win the Rumble. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. They wouldn't have known what to do, would they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's um, that's one of those things where, like, again, the, the winner of the Royal Rumble match, I have a storyline which he could have used instead if he didn't win. So we'll get onto that when uh, we've talked about this match, which is the men's Royal Rumble match. Now we can talk about it. Sorry, obviously a bit of a tangent there, but we had a break of news there. I thought we'll have to talk about this. So, um, so the men's Royal Rumble, Johnny, talk to me about it. Um, not the greatest Rumble. It started off phenomenal. Uh, number one, Jey Uso. Number two, you know what's going to happen, Jimmy Uso. Uh, that was absolutely great. Obviously, that's good. They had the stare down. They're going to get their match to go uh, to Mania. And um, there were... So the matches, I wasn't a massive fan of. Like I said, it wasn't the best. There were parts... And instead of picking on the negatives, I'm going to look at the positives from the match because as a, as a wrestling fan, I want to see the positive in as much as I possibly can. Um Brom Breaker, um, well, I'll just get two negatives out of the way quickly. The wrong winner and Pat McAfee had a wasted spot. That could have gone to someone like Pete Dunne, for example. Um, yes. If we're told what we were told, that it wasn't McAfee's spot that was meant to be Brock's and it was bronze, now we'll move on to the positives. Um, I've On a 
literally on a dime i've completely changed my opinion of ron breaker what a star he is he is gonna be like i dislike the guy like there was i just wasn't interested in him me look like generic creator wrestler bron breaker i don't know because i really like baron corbin i don't know whether he's spent some time with corbin and it's kind of changed him a little bit maybe but i have to say that he probably for the people he eliminated um not worried about your iron man either either him eliminating him but like <laughs> eliminating Eliminating Jimmy Uso, eliminating Finn Balor, you would assume that would have been maybe Brock's spot there doing that. Um, and then eliminated by Dominic Mysterio. Um, yeah, Bron Breaker. Yeah. Bron Breaker maybe maybe the MVP of the match for the short time he was in there. Um, a great, great display. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him turn up on Raw tonight. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that happen. Um, great seeing Andrade back. Um, I liked Andrade back in the day when he was in WWE. I said back in the day. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Um, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. three years ago. Um, yeah. Uh, I initially didn't click to his music, um, the El Idolo, because I couldn't hear them say that. But then Johnny went, oh, I think he said El Idolo. And then it was Andrade. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> Great to see him back. I just don't want him to get stuck in a feud with like Santos Escobar and stuff like that. He is someone that if he ended up on Raw while Charlotte's injured, um, why could he not be in contention for a World Heavyweight Championship match? Jinder's had one. Sami Zayn's had one. Um, another negative. Now, I know we spoke in the group chat and you said that 30 doesn't always have to be a big entrant. They look like it was going to be one. And then it was Sami Zayn, who's been away for maybe four weeks. Um, yes. I thought I just thought it was going to be bigger than that. Um, no legends, uh, much like the uh, the women's. There wasn't any legends, um, unless I'm missing someone, but I don't think I am. Uh, yeah, there were there were very very good parts to a mid Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, absolutely the wrong winner. Um, and it shouldn't have been Punk either. It should have been Gunther. Mm -hmm. Yep, I can uh, definitely agree with that. Uh, Stu, what do we make of this? Um, so uh, I'm trying to think of other bits to. Watch what to, you to say, though, Stu, about. because people will come for you and you in particular yeah, yeah apparently I'm, I'm the one that <laughs> that gets it but I'm, i am the heel of the podcast so that's fine i don't mind that um there's not too much that i would um i would disagree with with what you were what you said to be fair jay i i do think the wrong person eliminated jimmy Uso. um mm -hmm. i think that should have been jay um, and then Jimmy come back in and eliminate Jay. Um, and I've, I've got to say it, my MVP of the Royal Rumble was Dominic Mysterio. He was just funny without like, without being as outwardly comedic as R-Truth, who is also a national treasure. Um, like, I just, I thought it was really, really good. Um, obviously, we, we know there's lots of, bits and pieces going on that we, we don't want to get into or talk about. But can we just be in this multiverse for 30 seconds where Dominic Mysterio eliminates Brock Lesnar? 
But can we just can can we just talk about that? Um, because I can't imagine it happening. But now that's all I'm seeing, and then seeing Dominic's face when Brock gets back in the room, and, and just like yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, I I thought it was a, a really really good rumble. Um, uh, in the sense of certain people, the bits like like you said, Jay, the bits that were were good were really good. You know, the start with Jimmy and Jay, Andrade coming back, Ron Breaker's sort of debut on the main roster, if you like, um, all all really good stuff. But when it kind of got to the the final three it then for me felt a bit predictable if we knew where it was going um and i just think that there are there are other ways to get to where they want it to go um you know like we just said actually to be fair it's kind of lucky that cody Rhodes did win the royal rumble because <laughs> what would have happened if punk had won it now with the stone triceps with that you know um but yeah i i now slightly worry for gunther not worry for gunther it's just if it wasn't going to be last year or this year is he gonna get a rumble like i feel he should he absolutely should but you know if I have my way, the next time the Rumble comes around, he's going to be world champion. So he won't win next year's. The year after, is there going to be someone sort of new coming in? Like, do you know what I mean? I just, I wonder mm. if, if they kind of missed that boat. And, you know, a Rumble doesn't define whether you've had a great career or not in any way, shape or form. But he's the sort of person that should be winning a Rumble, in my view. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And like, I do believe that he was going to win it before CM Punk came along. I think changing things because CM Punk came in. Um, I know that the guy who won it has no bearing on CM Punk. I just feel like that's changed things slightly because everyone was saying Gunter should win. And then he doesn't. And it ends up being, of course, the American Midnight Cody Rhodes, who, you know, I've said Whoa. in my video here, I, yeah, he's shit. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I have said that if you want to look at it from a, a point of view of booking, it makes sense. It does make sense that he wins because then he goes to fight Roman Reigns and he has the choice of fighting him. I just feel like there should have been the, the desperate Cody Rhodes like Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker where he gets eliminated from the Royal Rumble. He still hasn't got the chance to fight Roman Reigns. He's going to have to do something that is very uncharacteristic of him and take somebody out of the Elimination Chamber number one contenders match for him to get into that and then get it that way. And Desperate Cody Rhodes needs this. You know, he, it's not wanting it. He needs it. And I just thought that could have added some layers to his character. And But they've gone for the streamlined. He's fighting at WrestleMania in the main event. Nothing's getting in his way. And I just, I just found that quite a, a bland way to do it. Um, and I was going to say yeah. CM Punk probably was going to turn heel, 
and uh, you know that's if if the injury is not as significant as what it's said online i do feel like he could be like well i see nothing's changed in 10 years mm. you know and then use that as a part of his character but assuming the worst for the injury then it doesn't matter but uh, cody Rhodes winning i understand what they're doing um i just don't see the hype about him never have and it just still hasn't changed <laughs> see i i've always said it like i i don't actually dislike like dislike cody rhodes for everyone mm-hmm. for the you know 240 odd people that have given me grief on the on the video i did about the royal rumble i, I <laughs> don't actually dislike cody rhodes I, what i dislike is it just didn't feel needed and it felt quite a forced thing to do um when you know and, and i wonder now all these you know all these massive cody rose fans that are really happy for for this mm. well are they the, are they the same people that complained about john cena wins lol or roman reigns as the big dog being shoved down our throats every 10 seconds which is what is happening with cody There'll be the people that complained about that, but are happy with what's going on with Cody Rhodes. That, that's, that's what bothers me. That's, yeah, yeah um, it's the tribalism of these fans that really, really irritates us. Because, like, unless you call, unless you basically say Cody Rhodes is Jesus Christ incarnate, you get so much stick online for saying anything negative about him. And that kind of puts me off him as well. It's not his fault, but that also does put me off. Mm. And, and and this is where I'm at with it as well. I'm exactly the same as you two. I don't dislike Cody Rhodes. I like everything that I dislike everything that's that's happened. Like, let's be brutally honest now, right? Cody is good. He's not Shawn Michaels. He's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's not Hulk Hogan. So why the hell is he one two back to back? If and that kind of tells me where wrestling is now. Where if Cody Rhodes is the man who they think is that level, then. It shows that it's really significantly dropped in quality in the booking department. If they really think that he is the guy to be that level. Since his return, he's won every Rumble he's been in. Mm-hmm. Has he... Uh, no, he lost. Oh, he lost at WrestleMania. He lost against uh, Lesnar. Has he only lost two matches? That feels a mad stat, but it could be. Yeah. And, like, that just... that's what. And the thing is, as I've mentioned last year's WrestleMania, I said the same thing. Like, look at the list of people that Roman Reigns has beaten. You're telling me that Cody Rhodes is better than all of them. Like, that's essentially what you're saying. And he isn't. (laughs) At least not in my opinion. And I I think the, the, the real difficulty now is, I mean... I think, I think I'm kind. I'm locked on where I'm going to go at, in my mania predictions. But I do have that same feeling that I had last year of just, well, they've done all this build for Cody, so it's going to be Cody that does it. Because, but now we're going to get to mania, and he's gone back to back. You know, he's done all this with the Rumble. He's done all this, so now it has to be Cody. But there is the more and more this title run's gone on the more and more i'm like well 
you know, someone's got to break a record at some point, or that you know, there are more records to be broken. So why not? Um, you know, why not go for it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that isn't me saying I want to see Roman hold the belt for the next eight years and beat San Martino, but I just, you know... I guess in some ways people are saying it's not really a record in the sense of it's Hogan's record, but it's not the longest reign title of all, reign of all time. No. So I understand in that sense of, like, it's not really a record he's breaking here. In that sense. But he's moving up the ladder, isn't he? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, um, it's I, it's, it's I, say, that that's say as I say, Cody Rhodes winning. I can understand it, but it's not my personal way of doing things. Um, yeah. That, that, Johnny, that, that's, what that's do you think? Johnny, what do you think of that? Uh, of that start again, like again, Cody Rhodes winning that many matches. Do you think? At some point, are people going to start giving them the senior treatment? Yeah, I think it has to happen eventually, doesn't it? Um, I'm, I'm wouldn't be surprised if it's um, that long at all before he starts to get. I think if he doesn't beat Roman, uh, the booze start to come. Uh, I haven't beat Roman. I'd have Roman go for Hogan's record now. Um, whether that's even a case yep. of the rock coming down at the at WrestleMania and oh, actually I want to take the title from Roman. You don't get to do that. I'm gonna do that. Something like that. Um but yeah, if it doesn't it doesn't be Roman at WrestleMania, I think the boom stops. So what do we think, Stu? If I put you on the spot now and say what is the World Heavyweight Championship match at WrestleMania going to be? Tell us. The World Heavyweight Championship match? Yes. Oh. Oh. Gunther versus Seth Rollins, but Damian Priest walks out as World Heavyweight Champion. Okay. What do we think, Johnny? If we can get to him. <laughs> and, unless, and I'm still sticking with my answer, unless they go down the route of we do get Priest versus Seth and Gunther has an, um, they essentially start treating as Gunther has made the Intercontinental Championship like a world championship. We have an IC title elimination chamber for the right mm -hmm. to fight Gunther at the at the at WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think um, one of those in the Connell Championship ladder matches would be a good idea. I would, no. I would keep away from that with with yeah. when Gunther's champion. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this will help Damian Priest because I think if Punk again. We don't know the extent of the injury as we're recording this, but by the time you see this, you'll know. I think that this can really benefit Damien Priest because I was convinced at all times he was going to fail the cash-in. This might change things for him now. Yeah, I mean... Um, this domino effect of CM Punk last time, CM Punk left. Things changed for WrestleMania because he wasn't there. And I wonder yeah. if this is going to happen again. I mean, could you? And th this would be... This would be tremendously brave 
And I think if you're if you're WWE and you've lost CM Punk, who let's be honest, CM Punk is a is a draw for money and for the fans. Mm -hmm. If if you've lost CM Punk, you do need all of your you know you need as much star power for your big shows as possible. But we know that the the plan was Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. In some way, shape, or form, that's yeah. the plan. If Punk isn't mm. there, we also know that Seth is dealing with some injuries. Could, could Priest catch in, you know, tonight, tomorrow, at the Elimination Chamber? And could we could Seth miss Mania to start healing up now? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, could he go away and have that surgery yeah. now? Because, you know, as much as as much as I love, I love Gunther. I love Damien Priest. I I will I can hand on heart say that I will sit watching whatever match Seth Rollins has at WrestleMania, thinking this should have been Punk. And and I just think if we if you if you take Rollins away from it, he can heal up and be back sooner than if he fights at Mania. Do you know what I mean? Like I yes. I is but. Again, Seth Rollins is a big draw. So, would you do you take him off the Mania card as well as taking um, Punk off the card? It's tough, I guess. But yeah, I think you know, I, you've got to, if, if Seth Rollins is available, um, we've got a, the storyline of him walking in as champion has to be something that can still do. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But I, 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 I am also still maintaining. That I want the Judgment Day to get involved and cost Gunther the IC title against Dom, because that'd be the best thing ever. The celebrations yes. you would see from me of that happening. That I might even get the teardrop tattoo if Dom beats Gunther for the IC title. That could be a thing. I am cosplaying as Dom for a, for a um, a podcast if he dethrones Gunther. Like that, that's happening. <laughs> that is absolutely happening. Let's see if we can get Johnny before if we lose him again. Johnny, so World Heavyweight Championship main event at WrestleMania. What's happening if CM Punk's not in it? I want to know what you think the match will be. Uh, okay. Exactly what she said. Rollins is going to have happened to him what he what he did to Brock and Roman. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can go with that 100%. As I say, this really could have significant changes in what happens with Damien Priest because of this. Uh, it's funny how things work like that, but they always found like a contingency plan. Um, and I guess Punk against Rollins might happen at, rest, at uh, SummerSlam, which isn't really what I was hoping for, because again, selfishly, I want to see it live in, the pers live in person. But, you know, if he's injured, then that's what I'll have to do. I think maybe CM Punk should be only fighting at pay-per-views basically because you don't want this risk of injury and i think at aw and he's uh last match when he won the aw title and had that whole brawl out thing i'm pretty sure he got injured after winning that title that night as well he yeah he, he did his triceps in a in aw but he did his foot jumping into the crowd as well i don't know which one was which but he did he he, did, he had two injuries in in aw didn't he so as far as being sports entertained by this men's Royal Rumble, were we or not? Uh, 
like yeah because it's a rumble but and i do it's my favorite match of the year my favorite pay-per-view of the year so like 50 50 i guess yeah i i'd say i i, I was it was just it was a lackluster entertained like I, I i but i also wonder and again this is wrestling fans at the moment we've been treated to some bangers of pay of ple's over the last year mm. were we just expecting mm. you know were we expecting of that and it just didn't quite deliver that yeah i think there's uh well you know, yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna have blips every now and again aren't you yeah yeah uh, yeah so there was um something else i was gonna mention oh yeah so andrade as we mentioned is back i know you mentioned we don't really want to have a match with santos escobar but do you think they're going to go with that anyway yeah yeah okay. that's probably it's, it's 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 lazy booking which they still sometimes have that habit of doing mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent um and as i say braun breaker he i i guess he's going for the judgment day i guess that's where we're going to go with that debut on the mm -hmm. main roster and go for the judgment day straight away as a baby face even though he isn't one in nxt but um you know we just pretend he didn't exist on nxt and just you know <laughs> everything that happens and then they there like it's a new person um but yeah that's pretty much everything we've got for today uh i know we've had a bit of connection issues with you johnny but where can we find you on social medias uh, you can find me on TikTok where the signal is better um, yeah. at JE WrestleTop for all your daily wrestling content. Have you still posted every single day since you made your account? I have indeed, at least once every single day. I've not missed one. Not Christmas, not birthdays. I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to make money. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Stuart, where can we find you on social media? Um, so my main social is my TikTok at wrestling guy at TWG nineteen ninety one. Brilliant, and you can find me at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok as well. Nineteen point eight k. We want to get a twenty k before. I mean, ideally before WrestleMania, but uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, keep getting following and follow Snapbacks and Beards on TikTok as well. And if you are following for the love of wrestling they've just posted our interview with them on their facebook page so please do go and check that one out as well and thank you for listening as always see you next week for episode 54